Hey, welcome to The Forgiving Path. I'm Dr. Bill Sinyard, and we're running this jointly on The Forgiving Path as well as Gospel Rant. And haven't heard that before. All uh, three of the uh, Gospel App Ministries podcast. We're talking about Summer 21 Testimonies. I went up to the Midwest to a social work group in the Midwest, and they're using the Forgiving Path and the dance regularly. And I wanted to find out what they're seeing, what results they're seeing. And it's fascinating. It's gratifying to be part of, of their ministry. Today, we're going to be hearing from the director of Atlas Group, Amy Kiahi. And it is just fascinating to, to hear what she has to say. She is a big fan of The Forgiving Path and the dance. So without any further ado, here is Amy Kiahi, the director of Atlas Group. My name is Amy Kiahi, and I'm the director of Atlas of Sioux Center. When I first went through The Forgiving Path, I went through not really knowing exactly what I was going to be addressing in my own life. But I felt like the Lord was leading me to address an old wound that I hadn't quite forgiven. Um, I felt like I knew that it was important to forgive. I understand that um, not forgiving someone else only hurts me. And I had done the work to get most of the way through forgiving um, the people who had wounded me. Um, But I wasn't able to get all the way over the hump. And so I had the opportunity uh, to really define the case with the people that had wounded me. Um, So I I took that case before the Lord and um, through the forgiving path, I was able to uh, really get freedom from the things that had happened in the past. So I felt like I wanted to, um, I I didn't want to hang on to the pain that had been caused in the past, but I just didn't know what to do. And the forgiving path was able to help me to get Um, through a new level of being able to forgive. The great part about that is that the people who had wounded me were people that I was generally and probably unconsciously avoiding being around. And um, because I was able to do um, the work through the forgiving path, I feel comfortable being around the people who had um, wounded me in my past. Yep. So ATLAS stands for Attaining Truth, Love, and Self-Control. It's an acronym. And Atlas is a place where people can come and we just walk beside them and mentor them um, in a godly way. And so our, the three pillars to what we do are helping the hurting, equipping followers of Jesus, and uniting the community. So people come to us for a variety of reasons, and our goal is to walk beside them and help them to know their identity in Christ, to help them to understand who they really are and uh, where their hurt really comes from and then what to do with their hurt. Uh, we walk alongside people and we talk to them about forgiveness all the time. So we were able to use the tool of the forgiving path to really help people to figure out how. So we would say to people, um, it's important for you to forgive for your sake, not for their sake, but for your sake. It's important for you to know um, that Satan has a stronghold over you when you don't forgive. But we, they would say, well, how do I do that? And then we didn't know what to say. And the forgiving path has given us a tool for people to be able to experience the Lord in that. One of the things that people have told us in doing the forgiving path is that they um, feel like it's not work, but it's an experience that they can rest into and they get to um, enjoy rather than strive. Sometimes it feels like when someone did something to me, why do I have to go and do all the work to forgive them? And the forgiving path isn't work, it's a gift. 
and um, a retreat, really. And so when people experience that gift and that retreat, um, they feel like it's a burden lifted rather than a burden that they have to go do something about. And that has been a blessing to people who've experienced the forgiving path. Um, are you hearing certain stations that are more resonating with people than others? Yeah. So the part of the forgiving path that people feel, uh, there's two, two places where I'm hearing that people really feel um, most connected to. One of them is when they light a candle and just mourn. And I think we're not really allowed to mourn. We're supposed to grin and bear it. And we're supposed to be adults. And we don't, we don't have the opportunity to really feel what's been done to us. And the forgiving path gives them an opportunity to feel rather than um, stuff it. And so that's been a blessing to people. And the other, the other part of the forgiving path that has been pretty profound for a lot of people is having to define um, the amount of money that is owed to them. Um, that's hard for people. They don't want to put a, a dollar amount on something that's been done because that's not how we generally do things. And it feels kind of ridiculous when you do it, but it has been profound for people. And everybody says that um, when they do it, they're glad that they actually did that. Yeah. So, um, when somebody comes to us as, um, an organization, we try to listen for what is it that they're dealing with. And so it may be that it's more appropriate for them to go through the forgiving path. And it may be more appropriate for them to go through the dance. We try to listen for, is there a stuck point in their walk with God or is there shame, um, and self-loathing. And so we try to point them in the right direction based on what we hear them say. So uh, we just feel like it adds tools to our tool belt and different ways for us to be able to help those who come to us. I believe that one session at the Forgiving Path takes away possibly multiple sessions of counseling in dealing with how am I going to forgive someone. So if I can pay for the forgiving path for somebody and they can avoid going to five sessions of counseling, we've saved a lot of money. As a nonprofit organization, we rely on the gifts of people who, um, who generously give to what we do. And so we, um, I, I talked to my board, and one of the things that we've always done for people is that we've helped people to get mental health counseling. We'll pay for part of their, their mental health counseling because we believe that that's important, and we want to support that. And um, when we look at the price of the forgiving path, it's far below one session of counseling, one hour of counseling. And so my board um, was a resounding yes for investing in the forgiving path because they believe that this is a worthy investment in the lives of people. Um, I had a board meeting the other day and somebody from my board asked me, how many clients do you think actually need the forgiving path? And I said, I think 90% of everyone walking around needs a forgiving path. And 98% of our clients need the forgiving path. I, I think there's a lot of people walking around that have a stuck point in their life. Um, something that when a name comes up, you feel something rise up inside of you. You feel anxiousness. You feel pain. You, you feel some avoidance. And I think that that would be a good indicator that the forgiving path would be right for you. Um, when it, when it comes to shame, I think there's, um, still quite a few people, I would say 40 or 50% of the regular population feels a lot of shame in their life. Uh, and 90% of people who have hurts and pains, um, that come to us 
are, are in need of um, dealing with their shame. Um, sometimes that shame and self-loathing is what caused them to make the decisions that end up leading them into our office. Yeah, let's talk about the evidence-based aspect of it. It's based upon scientific surveys, <clears throat> before and after surveys, self-assessed, mm -hmm. where you measure avoidance, uh, how much do I want to avoid the person, how benevolent I feel or empathetic I feel towards the person, uh, justice and revenge. What have you noticed uh, based upon those? Yeah. We found that the scientific evidence has been helpful um, for a couple of reasons. One is it, it gives us something to talk about with people afterwards to, that we have an opportunity to say, I've noticed that this, is a, this was a large gain today. Can you tell me a little bit more about what happened in your time with the Forgiving Path? So that evidence-based data helps us to have opportunities to discuss what happened in their time with the Lord in uh, doing the Forgiving Path. Another thing that it does is that actually I'm able to give that to my board and show them what their investment was worthwhile. And the third thing is our clients are able to measure something. I think a lot of our clients can feel something. They know that they feel better, but there's actually numbers to back it up. So they actually can look at those numbers and say, wow, that was worth my time. I'm so glad I did that because I don't feel like it's, I don't have to avoid that person anymore. I actually care about that person now. Um, so some of those numbers are actually really helpful in their own measurement of what happened in that time. When you engage in the forgiving path, it is an investment of time. And uh, I think it is worthy of your time. It, we spend a lot of time on far lesser things. It's the same amount of time that you would spend watching a movie that you will forget about the next day. So a uh, two-hour time frame to invest in your own growth and your own opportunity to have freedom and um, not to feel stuck anymore, not to feel that pain anymore is a very worthwhile investment. One of the things that a lot of people don't do when they've experienced a negative thing, especially in their childhood before they were old enough to process it, is that they don't know how to invite Jesus into that mess that they've had. So uh, there are a lot of people who compartmentalize, here's what happened to me, and then I have a relationship with Jesus as two very separate things. And most people haven't figured out how to uh, integrate their relationship with Jesus with the pain that was done to them, the thing that happened to them. So to uh, be able to invite Jesus and um, his presence into the, their own pain is profound for most people. Um, often when something's been done to you, you don't know who to blame. So you feel like it's either you either blame yourself, which causes shame, or you blame God, which causes uh, distance from our Father. And the forgiving path actually allows us to uh, bring the pain and God's presence together so that we no longer have to blame um, ourselves or blame God for what was done. In the center of the forgiving path, there's a, a trial, and you actually have trial documents that help you to process the, the pain that you went through. Um, those documents are really the thing that sets this apart from other uh, forgiving tools that we've encountered in the past. So this trial actually allows you to stand before a judge and deal with the pain rather than um, sort of go around it. It's actually, you just enter Jesus right into it with that trial. And so the trial gives you um, 
a chance to uh, just get right into the issue, um, and as, as painful as that can be, then you can walk away with the freedom from that. Yeah, in, in the forgiving path, there, there is not a um, mandate for you to forgive. It's um, really just bringing you before the Lord, and then you figure out how to do that on your own. And um, that really takes the shame out of forgiving because uh, blaming, uh, telling someone what they should do causes more blame uh, to the person who already uh, feels accused um, by the enemy for what has happened. And so um, not having a piece of um, blame and shame in there is really a, a part that sets this apart from other tools that are similar to the forgiving path. Yeah, even though the forgiving path does not give you a mandate to forgive, our clients find a way to forgive through the forgiving path. So um, they, they figure out with the Lord that forgiveness is the best path. We've set up our building to actually have stations that go with the forgiving path. And so our space allows for people to not only experience the online experience, but also to walk around as they do so. We believe that some people are um, more experiential learners and those experiential learners have an opportunity to walk through different stations as they go through the forgiving path. Um, That has given people um, just, it feels to them like it's a retreat. They get to come into a new space that um, is really set aside just for this. And our people have told us that when they come down here, they walk down and immediately feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, knowing that something is going to happen as they uh, watch these videos and participate in the forgiving path. If you have someone who uh, has a hard time getting past something, and I think most people do have a hard time getting past something, um, they would benefit from going through the forgiving path. And I would suggest that if you are the leader or the director uh, of an organization or a board member of an organization that um, is trying to help people, try it yourself. Just give it a try and see if it does for you what it did for me. And you'll, you'll think that this is a worthwhile investment. Well, I hope this helps and encourages some to go through the forgiving path. I mean, uh, look, what can it hurt? It's, it's satisfaction guaranteed. I mean, sure, there's a little bit of a fee. It's a fraction of the price of a counseling visit. And like I said, a satisfaction guarantee. Just bring one single hurt or crime or wound that you remember that you can describe. Not a chronic series, but pick one that you just can't let go of. You can't, you just can't forgive. You've tried, but yeah, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring it to mind. Just bring that one and stay with it the whole way through. There's before surveys that just take three minutes and after survey, self-assessment. Do both of those. Make sure. Uh, Go to theforgivingpath.com and get started right now. If you act before the end of August, uh, put summer 2021 in in the coupon slot just over the registration page and you will get a 30% discount. You can do this and it will benefit you. Satisfaction guaranteed. All right. We'll do some more testimonies in the next Forgiving Path and Gospel Rant podcast. Until then, take heart, child of God. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain, but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. 
Christ has promised me and you his peace and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.